I'm Dr. Sterling. I'm a board certified OBGYN and mom. Welcome to the Becoming Moms podcast, where I give you the step-by-step to optimizing your physical and emotional wellness in pregnancy so you can create a nourishing environment for your baby, your family, and yourself. The information shared in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard in this podcast. All right, lovelies, let's dive in to this week's episode. You are listening to a bonus episode of Becoming Moms. And not just that, you are listening to my pregnancy diary. At the beginning of my third and likely last pregnancy, I decided to document the experience and I have not held anything back. I talk about my fears, my emotions, how I'm feeling and coping. It's about to get real. Well, coming to you, 13 weeks pregnant. Uh, Last time I chatted with y'all i was 11 weeks i think i probably felt better when i recorded that um that little video diary than i do today um i can't really tell if it's that i was starting to feel better and i got really excited and thought that i was just going to continue to get better which that has not been my experience with either of my other pregnancies, so I don't know why I do this to myself, where I'm like, yes, it's going to happen. Um, and then I am still having on days and off days. Like last night was awful. Um, I have three younger brothers and the youngest of my brothers was over and he was, I was like dry heaving and he was, you know, by my side, getting me food and helping me out and very very lucky that he happened to be in town and visiting last night was awful yesterday wasn't wasn't great so i'll have these like good days and then i will have not so good days but i think overall and this happens a lot with recovery um from anything recovery from birth from surgery and i've done both um (laughs) i've had several surgeries so um i you know you have like you're improving over the overall trend is improvement but there's this up and down like when you zoom in on each day um there's an up and down so that's that's the roller coaster i'm in right now but um yeah it's um we had an additional ultrasound since the last time i recorded um, a nuchal translucency ultrasound um and you know there was also a brief anatomic survey they can't see a whole bunch um you know at 12 13 weeks but um able to to see our little one again um it's a boy i can't remember if i shared that last time um but uh yeah so i've now transitioned into the bonding with this pregnancy in that it is not just like this nondescript just a kind of I don't even know how to say it at the beginning like early pregnancy for me I don't have like I don't attach this idea of a child to that pregnancy it's just like a positive pregnancy test or it's just like you know it's just I don't 
think about it as my child yet. I think about it as a flicker of life that I want to, you know, I, I want to um, have with me as long as it's meant to. That that's really helpful for me because I think all of us worry about pregnancy loss. I think because I have seen so much pregnancy loss that was you know a lot of people I've talked to who've experienced pregnancy loss were just like oh I never thought it could happen to me or I didn't realize how common it was or you know that it was they were kind of blindsided by it whereas I feel like I was the opposite I've been blindsided by the f not blindsided that's not the right word I've been really surprised to have not experienced a pregnancy loss because I was sure like because you, I just, I see it all the time. My husband's an emergency physician, and that's a very, very common presentation to the emergency room. I'm pregnant and I have vaginal bleeding. He's diagnosing pregnancy losses every, probably every shift. Um, so it's just like, that is normal to us, to me and to him. And so for me, it's, um, it's, there's there's a protective mechanism there where it's like this isn't a real pregnancy until I get to a certain point and it's not like I have in my head like oh I've reached 11 weeks like now I feel comfortable it's this thing that happens organically where I start accepting that this is this is a pregnancy that that actually has the potential to continue and now I can start thinking about what life might look like like I don't actually think about what my life might look like when I have a positive pregnancy test. Like I don't, I don't go there and I'm not trying not to. And I think that's the important thing. I'm not saying, nope, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to get excited. I am not preventing myself from feeling things or, or daydreaming about things at all. I don't think that's beneficial. I mean, we, we actually, we know that we know that avoidance, like avoiding certain negative thoughts or trying to avoid um, certain happy feelings, that avoidance mechanism in our brain um, is actually oftentimes increases anxieties, increases worries. It creates a lot more stress around the situation. So I'm not, I, what about what I am saying is that this is just something naturally that I do. And if I were to start um, thinking about you know, having a positive pregnancy test and, and envisioning that baby, I wouldn't stop myself from doing that. Because I really don't think that it, it necessarily protects us that much. I don't think what I'm doing is actually that protective. It's just the way that my brain works and the way that it's part of my personality, right? Many of us enter our reproductive journeys already pretty stressed and busy. And then you add pregnancy or trying to conceive to the mix and life gets even more overwhelming. Now is the time to make stress reduction a priority. Not only does reducing stress before or during pregnancy decrease your chances of many pregnancy complications, it also may improve long-term health outcomes for your baby. Take a step today and head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com to register for my free class, Four Ways to Make Your Pregnancy easier and healthier. You and your baby won't regret it. Again, head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com to register for this free prenatal class. Anyway, that has definitely switched because recently I ran into someone, not somebody I knew, but I was trying to help them and I explained to them that it was parents and their kids and they needed an extra hand and I, I went to help them 
and I just said, don't worry, I've got three kids. And I walked away and I was like, oh, you have, this baby has become a part of your, your family. Like this baby has become a part of our family. Even if this baby doesn't end up in a, a live birth, this baby is a part of our family and always will be. And now is, is a, is a, you know, is the bonding process has begun. I will say there's a, it's very different to bond with a pregnancy versus bond with an actual child. I felt very bonded to Celeste when I was pregnant with her and then actually bonding with her was a different experience. Um, it took longer. So it's not like, oh, I was bonded in pregnancy and then the baby was born and that bond continued. It just, it kind of starts anew, at least it, it did for me. And then with Oliver, I was so busy and I was, you know, I already had a child that I don't think I felt as bonded in that pregnancy. And then when Oliver was born, it was the strangest experience. He was born and it wasn't like, oh, nice to meet you. Like, I don't know you. He immediately felt like home to me immediately. And it wasn't just like I loved him immediately. I did. And that's not something I experienced with Celeste, but it was an immediate recognition of I know you, you feel like home to me, like come here. Like it wasn't, it was, it was crazy. So I don't get too wrapped up personally about how I feel about a pregnancy. And I just think that how you feel about a pregnancy and, and the feelings you, you have about that and, you know, the emotions you're going through, I don't think that really, I, I shouldn't say that for me, for me, it doesn't, it hasn't in the past impacted how I felt. However, I will say I have talked to people who had really difficult pregnancies or traumatic births or whatever it was, and it did impact their, their bonding initially. But um, I think that for most of us, after that initial transition period, how we felt in pregnancy doesn't impact our, our love for our children long term, right? Um, and that was certainly the case, certainly the case with, with my kiddos, you know. I love them both equally and uh, I have an immense amount of love for them. So yeah, that's a, uh, we've gone, I've gone through that shift and makes it a little bit, the stakes are, um, feel a little bit higher, uh, but still, you know, just excited to uh, maybe feel better <laughs> consistently soon. It's really, it, it's, it can be really frustrating to not feel yourself and to not have access to your normal brain and your normal, like, just, I don't know, that light, that spark. It was way more frustrating when I was pregnant with Celeste because I did not have a healthy relationship with my body and listening to my body. And that is something that really, um, pregnancy, postpartum, just parenthood in general has really forced upon me is is having a kinder gentler relationship with my body and taking care of it I don't punish it at all I mean I can't even believe how hard I was on my body when I was younger oh my gosh in terms of dieting and and um just not hydration and not listening to it um so if you're a member of Sterling Parents we have a really wonderful on-demand class inside the membership called 
calm body, calm mind, uh, a tranquil transformation. And it's a class all about the mind-body connection and how we can heal our mind-body connection. It's a really wonderful skill to have as a, um, a human being, as an adult. Also, really great parenting skill. I know it doesn't seem like it, but um, very much like I, you know, you pass on these skills. Like when you live a life that's in tune with your body and you're honoring your body and you're listening to it, that is the example you set for your children. And of course, my goal is for my kids to not have to learn like I did in my 30s how to listen to my body because I was just so focused on getting work done and being productive and getting to the next step and the next gold star that I oftentimes really, really neglected my body. It's difficult to think about. But anyway, yeah, I hope uh, you are doing well. Thank you for tuning in to this little video. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms. If you are looking for more support from me during your pregnancy journey, head over to sterlingparents.com to learn more about our membership. The Sterling Parents membership now comes with a private Instagram account where members can send me direct messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pregnancy is hard. You deserve support. Head over to sterlingparents.com to get the best support available for your pregnancy.